0: I've been waiting a long time for.
1: Hey, this. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Good, the Bad, and the Whatever. A podcast about stories, about stuff, I guess. So mm-hmm. hey. Whatever we want. Right. And so you, you want to learn more, you ask? All right, Kendall, tell them how they can learn more about us.
0: You can find us on Instagram at GoodBadWhateverPod. It's all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWPod. You can also look us up on Podbean, where you can get show notes and photos of our stories. And then we also now have a Facebook page.
1: Correct. Yes, but o- old not a TikTok Social page. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no TikTok.
0: No TikTok. It's terrifying. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's yeah. not for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, if anybody in our audience wants to let us know the easiest way to set one up and volunteer to do it for us, we're all ears.
0: Right. Yep. You got yep. it, babe. We
1: got no pride on this one. Yeah,
2: the key word is volunteer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need a few more of you before we could start paying anything out.
2: Right. Well, yep. you'll make as much as we're making. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tell your friends. Yeah. All right. So uh, this week, the good, that's Kendall.
0: Yeah. All right. So I tried not to find an animal story.
1: <laughs> Which <laughs> means you found an animal story? I found
0: an animal story. But I was like, I kept, I found it first and then I kept looking for other stories and I was like, you know what? I just love it. So if we got inside Kendall's
1: brain and we just looked outward, it would be anything good has to do with animals yep, and anything bad has to do with, you know, murdering deceivers and, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it is intriguing. Right,
0: There's animals with people names and then everything else. (laughs) That's the category. Except for alligators.
1: You don't do alligators.
0: Yeah. I try and steer clear of an alligator
1: story. (laughs) That that market's cornered.
0: Mm-hmm. So, in Beverly, Massachusetts, a gray seal wandered into a Massachusetts pond and evaded authorities' attempts to capture him, actually turned himself in Friday night after waddling up to the local police station. (laughs) The gray seal appeared earlier this month in Shoe Pond in the city of Beverly. The animal is believed to have traveled to the pond from the sea via river and drainage pipes. The seal quickly became a local attraction and even named Schubert (laughs) after his pond.
1: (laughs) That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on Thursday, wildlife experts, firefighters, giant nets, boats, everything was used to try and like capture this guy. And they couldn't. They tried for hours and finally just gave up. And then early Friday morning, Schubert left the pond, crossed the parking lot, and appeared outside a side door of the police station looking. And I, it's in quotes, for some help.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: I've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. And the department noted that Schubert appeared to be in good health and was a little sassy in the early morning hours. Probably (laughs) hadn't had his second
1: cup of coffee. Probably. I'm a little bit like that, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So now they're giving him like a medical exam. They handed him over to some like aquarium (laughs)
2: staffs. (laughs) Two popping gloves.
0: So they're going to check him out and then re release him in the wild back where there are other seals. So all is well. Yep. All is well for Schubert. Did you ever?
1: So sorry. It just reminds me like that. Well, where was it that they were releasing that baby seal back in the wild? It goes out and got eaten by a killer whale <laughs> while it was being recorded. I oh, know that's I horrible. Oh, that. But it was like, and, and that I mean, was awful. <laughs> and and I don't like. I mean, you got to understand. Like, you don't really know how else to avoid this. But like, you're celebrating like nursing the seal back to health. <laughs> They let it go, they're tracking it, and all of a sudden they see this killer way.
0: Like, he instantly dies.
2: Yeah, just listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, God. I
2: know. <laughs> a hush fell over the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yep. <laughs>
1: oh. There's so hopefully- footage of,
0: like, moms, like, grabbing their children, <laughs> like,
1: don't look. <laughs> Went horribly wrong, but I mean, it is nature, so yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? But,
0: right, like it's been
1: they've a far. song about it,
2: circle of life. Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> Come on, move faster, <laughs> <laughs> sack up. It happens. Oh man. Oh. It's <laughs> good. That, I mean, that was that was a good good. Yeah. We we know that that seal at least made it a little longer.
0: Right? We think. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Unless it was that seal.
0: Yep. The story
1: ends. Right, I do think Massachusetts. That yeah, was a West Coast seal. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't as many killer whales, I don't think, in the upper <laughs> Atlantic. <laughs>
0: I have no idea. There could be.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. I don't know the facts on that either. I, I don't.
1: I, for some reason, I feel like I watched something on the National Geographic Channel or something like that, <laughs> and it like showed their migration path. And it's usually I'm assuming west coast. warm warmer water. Well, no, they'll they go down to like Antarctica and stuff. I mean, oh,
2: that's right. Yeah. Well, they, they go where the seals and that's penguins exactly are. right.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they, they'll move with it, but I think it, it's more that side of the the curve than it is on the yeah. east. I, I'm I'm not making that up. I think I did see that correctly. Yeah.
0: honestly, I didn't know there were seals in Massachusetts. I thought all seals were a West Coast thing.
2: All I know is they have those big-ass lion seals that, like, lay on top of boats and crush them. Yeah. Yeah. They have pictures (laughs) of, like, sailboats and, like, regular boats that are in the water they get smashed by these like 1000 pound
1: How does that read on the insurance policy? Yeah.
2: Seals don't count.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's like a special seal clause at yeah. the g- bottom. I got destroyed by one of those mother
2: <laughs> Yeah, it said uh, perils exempted perils Little sea lions.
1: <laughs> yeah, Damn those it. things are huge.
2: Yeah. they will show like two of them on top of the boat just it's like halfway in <laughs> the, the water. <laughs> the boat's
1: like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. I hate Uh-oh. you. <laughs>
1: I'm not moving. Yeah. Move me. Yeah.
2: Right. Just I give, dare you. Gives you the stare.
1: <laughs> Holds eye contact a little bit longer than <laughs> necessary. Yeah.
2: Now you're just being an ass.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. So, I've got the bad this week. Like I said last week, trying something new. We'll see how it goes with the bad. But another,
0: our ratings suddenly. Tank. Yeah, if
1: they suddenly tank, <laughs> well, Then we won't. We won't dip into the personal. We go vault from anymore.
0: twenty listeners to seven. It's well, all I, your
1: fault. <laughs> I do admit, like they're not like like dumb 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 like people you know trying to rob a bank or rob a store and then can't climb out the ceiling right. that's how they came in like it's not Darwin ish award type stuff but like I, I don't know he was just like you got to try it just try it and I was like oh, all right so I stuck with the airline theme so we got a bad airline story. Okay. Brandon actually knows a little bit about this one you just may not actually know the whole story <laughs> so again if you tuned in last week I was just explaining I used to travel a lot professionally and got to travel all over the world. And these are typically other location stories, but I've recently started traveling again, mostly domestic, but start hopping on a plane and things flash back real quick. And you remember like, oh, this is why I don't like doing this, you know, or this is why I love this, one of the two. Mm -hmm. And so this story I was actually traveling to, which I'll be able to do again in two years. So once I'm allowed back in the country. (laughs) Once
0: your quarantine lifts.
1: Well, quarantine would (laughs) (laughs) ensue that I brought something, but so. I did. I never told anybody. Well, I mean, you know, but I mean, I don't like go. I don't know
2: why. I just know you you keep joking that you can't go to Brazil.
1: So in my (laughs) my very first ever passport one does. So my very first passport that I was ever, ever had was issued on September 11th, 2001. And I don't know how this happened.
0: I think I knew that.
1: I'm, I'm assuming, and, and for the audience, like, I'm just assuming that literally it was ready to go and got stamped like that morning. Because it, it really, once it's approved, it just, it's just a stamp and then send it. So I got this passport for September 11th, 2001. And obviously, you know, nothing really happened anywhere after probably about 9 o'clock when people realized what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it had to have happened early. And as I would travel, like typically I would always get stopped anytime the first time in a country I would get stopped. Like I mentioned last week about my story in the Netherlands. Well, whenever I would travel over to Europe, you're entering the EU for me would happen through through Schiphol, through Amsterdam. I just wanted to say (laughs) that. And and so you'd go through and you'd clear customs there and then you could go wherever you wanted in Europe because you were granted access to the EU. So you'd go there and, you know, they would they would look at it and they would be like, you know, staring at you like looking at the passport mm-hmm. like you kind of looking up looking down looking up looking down and then you know your passport is like from september 11th 2001 how is that possible and and it's like fake, dude yeah. and i'm like <laughs>
0: obviously i'm on it on yeah.
1: the internet i got it outside <laughs>
0: they're giving uh, these things away. today
1: i'm an american <laughs> but like so i mean there's no real good answer to that because like you know they they all know the story it's not like i was trying to pick a date that like Right. Yeah, like JFK was assassinated. Well, nah, huh, they may not you know had anything that
0: to do with the date it was issued.
1: Well, right. Yeah. So to, just to, to give you context. So whenever I would go to a country, that would be the typical response. I'd be there an extra five, maybe 10 minutes. It would get straight now because they would scan it. And it would it would clear. Like the U.S. Mm-hmm. would say, yes, that's a valid passport. And then you'd be allowed to go. They were just like, oh, here, can I get your picture? Can I get my picture with you in this? Like, well, that would be what a customs agent would want a picture of. Not me, but... And so you you go out, you, you get into there. I happen to be traveling to Brazil. And I remembered after September 11th, the U.S. started putting all these special protections for when you came to visit the U.S. to make it very difficult to get in. Like they had these like visit U.S. things where you'd have to go clear customs and go to a special scanning section and, and all this other stuff. So I know the Brazilian government kind of got a little bit testy about it. And so they put like different parameters in place for when Americans visited Brazil. So literally, like you go into customs and like you're in this long queue of people from all over the world. I was in Sao Paulo. You're in this queue and you have these signs where it's like, if you're from Brazil, you go to these lanes. If you're from the U.S. or anything in North America, you go to these lanes and then like Europe, Asia and, and Africa, like you go over here. hmm. And you go into the the North American lanes and literally I laughed because there's a cardboard sign with an arrow, literally looked like it was cut from a cardboard box.
2: Back at cereal box Americans
1: <laughs> with an arrow going this way. So we had to go to a whole nother line. Like <laughs>
0: you guys are always an issue, just yeah, start over but, there. but
1: like it was like all these other ones are digital boards that had where you go, except for this little cardboard sign for Americans. And I'm like, Oh, this is where they kill us. You know, like <laughs> I don't even know what's gonna happen here.
2: So I in with the rubber gloves.
1: <laughs> so I was traveling with three other people and we had a company policy when you traveled like you had to in international countries you had to stick together. We could rent cars in Europe, we couldn't rent in South America or Asia, so we had to have a driver. The mm. driver couldn't leave unless everybody's in the car like it was just keeping everybody safe. Yeah. So I go through and then I get to the customs area and I hadn't been to Brazil since I'd gotten this passport. It was my first time in. And they looked at it and looked at me. And then all of a sudden, like over the speaker, like phones are going off. And I had like three military dressed guys come up, weapons in hand, like out and like started bumping my back to escort me talking in Portuguese and pointed me off. And I had to go into this other room. And now I, I'm, I'm not able to like, in fact, my suitcase was still there. They, I found out later, I didn't even know what happened to it. I thought, it was just going to be gone. Like somehow I'm just going to like disappear off the face of the earth and that's going to be it. They gave my bag to one of the people that I was with. Mm. So I was back in this room for about six hours of just now, mind you, I'd just flown all the way through the night to get there. So like, you're already like dirty, sweaty, tired, like, not making sense. Nobody's offered me a Starbucks at this point. Like, so it's, life's not <laughs> really, really good. third world. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And then you've got a bunch of people that you know are waiting on you, feeling the exact same way, and they have less information than you do. Right. They're just sitting outside.
2: What did Brian do again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there going, like, <laughs> I, I Were you know with I, him
2: when we left Holland?
1: So they they sat You're down, both? and it literally was like like a police interrogation where you sat on one side of the table, and there was an, and I don't I don't remember if there was like the one-way glass behind you but like they just kept asking questions in portuguese and i was like look you got two options either english because i know you speak it or you can at least try spanish and i can keep up nice that those are your two options because i don't speak enough portuguese to be able to make sense and it sounds too much like italian right now than it does spanish nothing they would not and then eventually you know that they apparently the the higher level person comes in in a suit, speaks fluent English, by the way, sits down, and he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. Get you a cup of coffee. You know, slides the coffee over, you know, and I'm sipping on the coffee, probably got roofied. And, didn't, you know. <laughs> I know. and so, like, basically started asking, like, why I would try to break into their country with a counterfeit passport. And I was like, it's, it's not. And I was like, I, I, my only defense and argument was, if you look at the book, there's a whole bunch of other countries that stamp me in Why is this one different? Like, that's what I kept saying. And he kept saying, well, it goes, you know, it was impossible to have stamp on September 11th. And I'm like, apparently it's possible. Like, I'm not keeping score here, but I don't think something happened till like 8.39 in the morning. And that was my whole argument. So it was six hours that I was held back there, questioned and stuff. And then finally they just handed me my passport and said, you're free to go. After all of that. And I, I really think... The whole point was they were just trying at that point in time to make it difficult on Americans to travel and I was an easy target because of my passport date. And then as I left, I was told I had a multi-entry visa and that would be the only one I would be granted until 2024. (laughs) Hmm. So two more years,
2: baby. And then I don't want to go back. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think I would be done with Brazil. Yeah, you got to beg. No, I mean, it was it was really pretty. It was great while I was there, but it was tainted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I had a bad experience once.
1: (laughs) I had a bad experience. (laughs) The whole time. (laughs) Yeah, but I just thought, like, what was the whole point of all of that? Like, I I had more inquiry on the story I told last week about me trying to at least I felt like, oh, God, I might have done something wrong by trying to bring this, you know. jagged edge spade onto the plane to, you know, that could have hurt somebody. And now here I did nothing. And they just wanted to make my entry a little bit more challenging. Mm. So, there you go.
2: So don't do it.
1: Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Or, boy, I couldn't wait. When that passport expired, I was so excited.
2: Well, and here's the thing. If you're up to, you know, nefarious activities, why would you pick that day?
1: Yeah. Like any day, but that day. September
0: September 12th, like any, any day.
1: Any day but that day, really. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know, but it's it's. I mean, now obviously I have a different passport, so it's it's different now. But that one expired in 2011, and so I, it's just like one of those things where it's like everywhere you went for the first time, right? I always for got questioned. At Ten least. years was an <laughs> issue.
0: <laughs>
2: I gotta live with this, huh? You can't just reissue <laughs> me a new one.
0: Right. I lost it. We can't just say I lost it.
1: So, if you ever get into a situation where, like, when people ask you, like, tell one unique thing about you, that one's usually one I hold to, and I can't remember the other ones because <laughs> usually it strikes a conversation. <laughs> All right. So, you've got the whatever. I do oh, have the got, whatever. Yeah. the whate- That was my bad, not my whatever. Yeah. What oh, saying. yeah.
2: So, the whatever. Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, uh, witch hunt. Mass. You got that? <laughs> so uh, there was a, uh, well, I got the story already mixed up. So there's a man in Salem, Massachusetts that was arrested for throwing red paint on a bewitched statue. Oh. You know, the TV show from uh-huh. the 60s. It's So he got arrested and his, his uh, statement was, I was going through a bad time and I wanted to get arrested for something. That was it.
1: What? (laughs) So, I mean, that's it. Not saying he would be the only one to have ever thought that.
2: Yeah. So, it's a big bronze statue of Elizabeth Montgomery sitting on like a a moon, Mm -hmm. and there's like a broomstick on one side. Yeah. And he doused it, the top half of it with red paint, (laughs) because he wanted to get arrested. (laughs) I was going to get arrested for something. I figured that would be a good target. Great.
0: Just because. Yeah.
2: Just (laughs) because. Just because I was going through a bad time kids
0: i mean sometimes you could also solve that a lot of different ways and like
2: you could turn a (laughs) negative into a positive you know there's there's that
0: you could go through a bad time and like just go get your nails done yeah (laughs) yeah, (laughs) i feel fine
1: i far more think the hangover version where like you steal uh, the cop cop card mike tyson's tiger (laughs) it's a little bit that's a little bit more pronounced yeah yeah dousing pictures of it
2: yeah dousing red paint on the bewitch statue but it was kind of a weird thing about the statue. It was kind of in representation of the witch trials Yeah, that yeah. they had. And I was like, that's kind of a weird thing that you would put for the witch trials. Right. <laughs> a 60s comedy TV show.
1: <laughs> that had nothing to do with the Salem witch trials. <laughs> no, nothing at all.
2: Yeah. That she, she happened just, to be a witch. Yeah, she but was but was let's a witch revisit on TV. that portion
1: of history because yes. that's friendly.
2: Yeah, that was a friendly. <laughs> yeah, let's Let's wash it down with a nice friendly 60s sitcom. <laughs>
0: Just wash over all of that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if people are being burned at the stake. Wait. If they don't scream, they're a witch. If they scream, they were innocent.
1: Either way, they're dead. Yeah. Like Yeah. They that's... just die innocent or die guilty. One yeah. of the two.
2: Oh, we got that one wrong again.
1: <laughs> oh
0: man, we keep getting these wrong. Everybody's dead.
1: What's that smell? <laughs> yeah.
2: Bur- burnt feet.
1: Ugh. I yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> not not much you can really add to that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because I wanted to get arrested for something. What was the uh, year old bucket list?
0: Oh, yeah. She w- had getting arrested on her bucket list.
2: Yeah, at 18.
1: We now know a good method. <laughs> yeah. Proven.
0: Yeah, she, she just went insane. speeding
2: around the neighborhood. To, he went and doused poor uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. Jeez.
0: <laughs> well, so when I was looking for stories, I saw that headline. And I didn't click on it because I was like, oh, I bet it's somebody just being like a protester or like some, you know. <laughs> nut job trying to prove a point i didn't realize it was just (laughs) because because
2: i wanted to get arrested for something
0: (laughs) just felt like it
2: yeah Yeah. you
1: should take some tulips across the border yeah yeah tulip smuggler (laughs) (laughs) all right well kendo you want to remind them how they can track us follow us
0: yeah, you can find us on Instagram at goodbedwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod. You can find our page on Podbean where we have show notes and some fun pictures. And now there's also a Facebook page. Yeah, are,
1: are you caught up on all the pictures or still getting there?
2: No, pictures are all caught up. I just need to put, I think, the last three episodes on um, find some pictures. Some of them don't really have pictures, but I think I may be moving the picture portion over to the Facebook page just because...
1: Might be easier to see. It's a little easier yeah. to post. You get like Fair. 50, 60, 70 pictures, and then you're like, oh. Boy. Uh, yeah, because
2: they're just rando pictures that are in a line, right. and I kind of have to mess with them. I can't put captions in. So it's a little mm-hmm. cumbersome, so I think moving them over to the Facebook page would. Uh...
0: So if you haven't checked out the Podbean site, maybe don't worry about it. Yeah. Maybe just No, no, Facebook.
2: the Podbean site is where you can play our.
0: <laughs> oh, play... yeah, go there, play our Yeah,
1: and stories. the Facebook page would just link back to the Podbean. Industry.
2: Absolutely.
0: And if you have any stories
1: you want us to read, yeah, seriously. always I mean, send them in. Otherwise, I'll keep thinking of my own versions and, right. and bringing them in. So if you want to stop that, yes. then you better send some in.
2: Brian, A.K. the Tulip Smuggler.
0: <laughs> You'll just have to hear weird security stories from Brian for the rest of your life. Uh, tune in next week. i got another one coming.
1: I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Say when. <laughs>